Big Fella Podcast. Talking everything NFL. Hi, I'm Baldy, and I've been following football for over 40 years. And I'm the big fella, and I'm a newbie to the sport. Each week, we'll be talking football. As you'd expect, I know quite a lot. And I know (laughs) all. So subscribe, rate, and review to help spread the love. Thanks for finding Baldy and the big fella. So then, here we are, um, the second episode, week two of Baldy and the Big Fella. We are, is that's something brand new, it is just uh, two pals talking NFL. That's all it is. So uh, I, I'm a big fella, obviously. Uh, I should really introduce you to uh, the bald fella. Hello, sir, how are you today? I'm not too bad, thank you very much. It's uh, it, I'm, I'm very tired after a, a long weekend following NFL, but I'm good. I've, it's, it, it's, good, it's, good it's a good life. The thing is, we always do it, don't we? So it's like uh, we we go on the Friday and then come back on the Monday, when, and you think it's great, but then two days on the bounce, and then we've got next week as well. That's crazy, isn't it? Well, I know when I dropped you off last night, I said I'll see you in ninety-six hours. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So um, yeah, we better uh, talk about what's on the show this week. Then, what do you reckon? Yeah. One, two, this week on Baldy and the Big Fella. Well, this is the first time we've played five games in Europe. Uh, it's the first time we've ever done that. It's also the first time that we've had a team stay two weeks consecutively with the Jaguars being here. We, another reason we came to was our stadium. They just broke ground um, over the summer, and the owners of the Bills came here and looked at this, so our stadium is supposed to look like this. It's, it's being modeled after right. It's going to be yeah. like $1.8 billion U.S. dollars, but it's going to look like this. It's supposed to open in, what, 2020? Hi, I'm Maurice Jones-Drew, and you're listening to The Big Fella. Hi, we're the Roar, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hi, Baldy and The Big Fella. You should know that one. Green Bear, Rogers. So there you go, that's what we've got um, all lined up and ready this week. Oh, good, uh, hang on a minute, big fella. Yeah, yeah, hang, yeah, hang on there, yeah, just, yeah. Just, uh, just that intro there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I heard Maurice Jones do there. You know, he's one of my heroes. No, and, you didn't. Uh, I, think, I think you're hearing things. He wasn't on there. No, no, no. It was the, oh, I'm no, sure was, I did. The, I mean, it was the we, we went to see him on Saturday. And do you remember when we came out, he saw me in my Maurice Jones Drew shirt. And he came straight up <laughs> and he said, I remember you from last year. And he, he gave me a big hug. And I felt so welcome from, you know, an absolute hero. And then did I just hear him recording... You're listening to the big fella. I mean, where where was Baldy and all that? Well, the thing is, he came over to you and gave you a big man hug because you had his shirt on, and then he said, look, I know you're the talent, uh, so I just thought I'd come and uh, say hello to you. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, do you know what? Um, first and foremost, um, thanks for all the feedback from the first podcast. Uh, it's been tremendous. And uh, you can follow us on... Uh, we've got X... Uh, we've got Facebook, we've got Instagram, and it's Baldy um, and TBF, Baldy and TBF. So please get on there, like, share, subscribe, do what you need to do, get down with the kids, and uh, let's get some more followers and let's spread the love. Uh, so, yeah, um, so, so, I mean, it was just a weird weekend, wasn't it? It was a great weekend. I think uh, we were really surprised how, how good Tottenham was, really, weren't we? Yeah, I think I said at the time we. I think I under underrated it. Um, it helps that Buffalo fans were amazing and the atmosphere was fantastic. But yeah, what a what a what a great weekend and a great game, a great game. 
Yeah, now what we've done this weekend, we've got kind of a few things to cram in. Um, we've got, um, we were very, very lucky. <laughs> we were very lucky with the uh, UK NFL Live do that was at Battersea, which is a very, very nice place, by the way, the power station. And uh, we went along to that. And um, should we be saying this? But hey, no, listen, the, the guys at the NFL Live were really nice to us. And um, not because of who we were, because nobody knows us. It was like a group of people around about, what, 20, 25 people, would you say? They actually let us and give us the VIP experience, didn't they? Yeah. The early bird gets the worm. So all these times I say to you, let's go, let's, let's get there an hour early. And you're like, oh, wait, I want another hour in bed. What, what can I say? We've not got the, the worm. Not the same bed. But yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was great. When, and we got to to, um, to be in like a Q&A and mingle with uh, with Neil Reynolds from Sky Sports, uh, with, with MJD. Um, and then we had... Um, two, Thurman Thomas. Yeah. Hall of Famer. I, I know that now. And, um, and, yeah. and Phoebe from, um, from Sky as well, Sky Sports NFL. So that was really good. Um, and then the commissioner came. How good was that? You know what? These people who boo the commissioner, Roger Goodell, I just don't get it because uh, what he's done for the sport in this country has been fantastic. Absolutely, and we've we've got a, a soundbite um, you may have heard there in the introduction uh, from Roger Goodell. He was interviewed on stage by Sky Sports' Neil Reynolds, so we've got to give full credit to Neil there because he did the interview. Um, so what I want to do is I actually want to play that interview, and um, we'll come back afterwards. But doing it in a, in a place like this where there are people casually walking by, it just might pique their interest to, to get a little better understanding of the NFL, what it's about. And, and really the excitement that you all feel as fans, maybe they'll join in on that. So it's it's all part of the process of just expanding our fan base. And he also went on to talk about the number of games uh, that are going to be taking place in Europe this year and uh, the fact that the Jags uh, stayed over uh, to play an away fixture in London as well. Well, this is the first time we've played five games in Europe. Uh, it's the first time we've ever done that. It's also the first time that we've had a team stay two weeks consecutively with the Jaguars being here. And, yep, Jaguars, you all deserve a lot of credit with the Jaguars because you made the commitment to play here on multiple years uh, and multiple games. And so that's a, that, that helps us continue to expand the series. Uh, I think in 2007, when it was first uh, brought to me by our international team, um, there was a little bit of hesitancy because our teams, uh, you know, they're focused on winning and they look at anything that where they're not in that facility as a distraction and uh, can I do this without impacting on my team negatively. And I think the Giants and the Dolphins helped break that, that mold a little bit because the Giants came in at roughly 500 and then went on to win the Super Bowl that year. Yeah, some Giant fans here maybe, maybe. But the, the reality is that helped with Coach Coughlin. He told the other coaches, he explained to them, this was a chance for us and our team to bond and to come together. And he really attributes this game in many ways to helping that Super Bowl run by getting his team together, reflecting on where they were and where they wanted to go and get everybody on the same page. So it's a great advantage of being here. And I'd also say he, he kind of showed a lot of gratitude uh, towards the UK fans as well. Every time we give you another game, you want even more. And I, I think that's uh, something that every team that's come over here has realised. 
and you help make that experience great. The teams go back feeling really good about being here, and it just it gets our teams more encouraged to come back over. So thank you for what you do and that. You guys deserve it. So whether you think, Baldy, that that was just a very good PR exercise by uh, the commissioner or that he actually meant what he was saying, I, I would say that that he did actually mean what he was saying. You know, I think he's genuine. Um, I, he doesn't have to do this. They've, they've grown the game in the UK over the last 15 years. And, uh, you, you know, it's it, it's got it's got better and better. And... It's really, really nice for a commissioner of an organisation, a chief executive, to actually give thanks to the, the people who are supporting their organisation. So, you know, I, I, I'm appreciative of that, and I, I'm always, I've always got time to listen to, to Goodell. What I would say is the bit he said about the Jaguars staying over here for, uh, for 10 days was almost a prophecy, because for me, that, they, that's why they were the better team on, on Sunday. They looked fresher, they looked... You know, they, they look well-rested. They look established within the time zone. And, and at least for the first quarter and a half, Buffalo didn't. And, and and that was the difference in the score, really. Do you think then that that would have a massive say on um, if there would be a team in London then? Um, it's a controversial one. I mean, you, you know, most really true NFL fans don't want a team, really. I mean, I, I, maybe others might disagree with that. But that's certainly where I hear We've already got our loyalties, um, but I think testing what he did, um, I mean, I've been on a few Buffalo chat, chat rooms this week, so they felt that some of the Buffalo Bills fans feel that the Jags had a home advantage just for the fact that they'd been there for a week. Mm, okay. Well, listen, I don't want to go too much on the actual game just yet because we did a, as we did last week, we did a, a pre-game um I suppose predictions, and we did a halftime um, report. Got to just got to say right now that <laughs> yet again the sound quality. We were up against it because of the noise. You've got to understand that when you're at these game experiences, that, that they want to make as much noise as possible, which is great. But when you are kind of doing recordings on a mobile phone, it just isn't that brilliant. So what we'll do is uh, we'll go back to uh, the beginning of the day when we're in the uh, the fan zone, and uh, then we'll come back and we'll go through the game and have a chat about it. You, you go first. <laughs> oh come on, you know, you're not brave enough to predict. I've heard your prediction. I think yeah, it's not worthy of a, uh, a chat. The one thing I don't want to do is go against my side. My team is Jags. And I know it's tough and I know it's they're up against it. Um, but I just can't I can't go against them. So my head might be saying a different scoreline, but my, my heart is I'm going to go 24 21. Great, man. Uh, you should go and put a few pounds on that. You'll get a really, really I don't need to put any more pounds on. I'm big enough. <laughs> um, so it's. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I mean, who knows, I might do, but that's what, my, my head is since we're completely different, because there's a lot of Bills fans here, I think the atmosphere inside the ground's going to be great. It was weird because when I've seen the pictures on the on the internet of the ground, and you see the picture, it says Bills in it. Yeah, it looks And I'm great, like, oh, it's just, it's tough being an away fan. I know. But we found out yesterday, the Bills are getting this stadium virtually. It's yeah. Like, I said, look at the design for this. Their new stadium is based on Tottenham. Yeah, so they've got... Yeah, I mean, it's impressive, but it's just not like when... Anyway, so, yeah. so I'm going 24-21. All right, well, for me, right, this is the best game of the three when you look at it, because we play, we've got two playoff teams from last season. The Bills got in the playoffs, the Jags got in the playoffs. The Bills are an absolute monster compared to Atlanta. Um, you, I thought it's, it's the Josh Allen ball, so we've got a Josh Allen on each side. We've got a Josh Allen quarterback for the Buffalo. We've got a Josh Allen linebacker for the Jags. And I think... 
if you hear Josh Allen number 41 a lot today, it might be a very, very different score to what I'm predicting. But the Bills put up 38 points, uh, they put 48 points on the Dolphins and they put 38 points on the Raiders. They're going to put 30 plus on the Jags, in my opinion. So, I, sadly, as much as I've got a Jag shirt, I am shouting the Jags on, but I'm a realist. And it's going to it's gonna be Buffalo 31, Jacksonville 14. It's going to be a big wow. score. And this is why you're the baldy. And I'm the top. But it could very well be that you'll be telling me a bit later on. What the hell were you talking about? Do you think today's game... I know you've mentioned more for Josh Allen's then, but do you think... And we say this every week when we're talking, but is it, it's about quarterback, surely. Is, 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 can Trevor Lawrence manage this game and win right. it for the Jags? Or? So ja Josh Allen is already playing absolutely superb, right? right okay. And I said last week about Trevor Lawrence needs to step up. Trevor Lawrence needs to be Josh Allen today. He needs to play like him. Right. Now, the other thing, the other big thing, and it didn't really happen last week, is uh, the Jags need to run the ball. So they've got Etienne and they've got Tank Bixby. They need to get going. But, the, but the, the, the Bills have got an antidote to that, and they've got Matt Milano, the linebacker, who is a run stopper. And you, you look out for him, number 58 for Buffalo. He is probably one of the best defensive players this year who nobody knows about. Everybody's talking about, you know, uh, Mac, Max Crosby, and everyone's talking about, you know, various other defensive ends, you know. But for me, Matt Milano is an absolute monster out there, and it'll be really interesting to see him. Well, let's see how we get on then. So, can't wait. Just to uh, remind me, mine was 24 21, yours is 31 Buffalo, 14 Jacksonville. Okay, let's see how we get on. So, Baldy there with the predictions. Uh, and then we moved inside the stadium, and uh, to be fair, we were a little bit surprised. So, the uh, atmosphere is good, isn't it? Yeah, I think I've done Tottenham a disservice last week. That's, uh, Really nice, and we've got our new seat, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a nice day. And uh, Buffalo fans just immense, really. Yeah. To be fair, really nice people. Awesome, we've got to chat with a few of them. Um, they represent them really well. One of the guys just said out there, he said, We're the closest thing you're going to get to a Premier League team for following. Yeah, that's true, that's true, but it is right, though, isn't it? It's, as soon as we started saying, ooh, oh, they started singing and just drowned us out. <laughs> so, yeah, we're looking forward to the game, aren't we? Yeah, I can't wait now. It's, it's a beautiful day for watching a game of football. I just thought we get a really good one. And then after the pleasantries, the national anthems, we kicked off. And by the time we got to half-time... Right, so we're going to try and do a half-time report. Bear in mind, we're in the stadium. Uh, it's, it's one of those things where you either sit in the stadium and uh, fight against the music or you go in the concourse and fight against the noise. So we'll just have to see how we get on here. But, um, so half-time score is um, Jacksonville 11, Buffalo Bill 7. And uh, I'm quite happy with the way we've played. Well, Jacksonville anyway. It's been, a, it's been a good game, I think, um, up until the last three, four minutes, five minutes of the second quarter, Jacksonville probably owned the game, the defence played superb, um, Zay Jones amazing touchdown catch in the back of the end zone, um, we just started, I just said to you, we just started to turn at the end of it, Josh Allen went down and they scored a touchdown themselves, and just as the Jags, we thought the Jags were going to go to win and score one back, Lawrence gets the ball knocked out of his hand, a fumble, Turnover, um, Bills second knee and going. So it's, it's a good game. I mean, it's only 11-7, but it's a, it's a real defensive battle. So 
remind me of your, your prediction. <laughs> what, oh, I can't remember what I said. No, that was 24 21. 31 14 to Buffalo. So, who's looking closer? I still think Buffalo will come back and win the second half. I hope not, but I still think Buffalo. Right, let's see how we get on then. We'll chat at the end. Right, so, um, here we are. We've managed to get out the ground. We've got on a train and we've, we've come into Leicester Square because that's actually quieter than the ground, believe it or not. Um, and it's all over. So, uh, Baldy, what are your thoughts on the game? I thought it was an incredible game. I mean, yeah. the atmosphere was just the best I've ever experienced in London. And that's yeah. fair play to Buffalo fans. I mean, you know. They, they made got, it. Yeah. I mean, and they, and they got beat. And uh, what a game. I mean, you know, 25-20. Jags had it won. Almost, almost threw it away. Had it won again. Um, I mean... That was just incredible. I loved it. Yeah, I know. It just, uh, yeah. yeah, it was everything I would have, I could have wished for. Really good atmosphere. Yeah. Again, you always get on with, you know, other fans that, that you sat next to. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, we were lucky. We were sat next to some Jag fans, and uh, but there was plenty of bills around us. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, yeah, it was good. Trevor Lawrence played really well. I thought much, much better than last week. The running game was superb. Travis at the end, two touchdowns. I mean. That was superb. And but five uh, sacks for Lawrence. How, how the hell did we win that game with Lawrence having five sacks? Yeah, offensive line is a bit leaky, you know. Who's? Mm. Uh, they need to sort that out if they want to. If they want to do well this season and get in the playoffs and do something there, then they need to sort it out. But you know, Buffalo spent the first uh, period and a half um, on the on the plane. In my opinion, they didn't yeah. they didn't start. And if they'd started like like they finished, then you know it might have been a different game. But yeah, it was a fantastic uh, fantastic day. So let's uh, let's get on the, let's get down the nitty gritty, shall we? <laughs> so what's uh, just remind me of what your prediction was? Yeah, I picked thirty-one fourteen Buffalo. Thirty-one fourteen Buffalo, yeah. So uh, and and what was the final score again? Twenty. Twenty-five twenty. To Jackson. And what was? Do you remember what my my uh, prediction was? Did you pick Buffalo as well? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I could just rewind the tape. Um, I think you'll find that I said uh, Jacksonville Jaguars twenty-four. Uh, the Buffalo Bills, 21. So how much money did you win on it then? Uh, nothing, because <laughs> as, as usual, I did, I put uh, zip on it. Well, um, but do you know what? It was a pleasure being wrong, because yeah, being yeah. wrong was right. But I was so... I was I was just desperate for a win, and I, just, yeah. I, I honestly thought that we wouldn't win, and I was just over the moon that we did, and it just capped it all off. And you know what? In one of those games where... Uh, you know, a lot of people are guilty of it. We've done it in the past where you go and sit somewhere close at the exit on the last couple of minutes or something. But yeah, yeah. this was one of those you just you thought, you know what, I don't want to leave. I just do yeah. not want to leave because it went right to the wire. And yeah. I just loved it. It was great. This is what it, it's all about. And it was so loud in there, wasn't it? I yeah. mean, that felt like an American game with with a, yeah. with ninety nine percent of it was the home crowd. Yeah, it was just so loud. Yeah. So there you go. It was a, again, the 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 NFL didn't disappoint. Yeah. And on to next week. Can't wait. Baldy and the big fella talking everything NFL. So there you go then. Um, bragging rights to the big fella. Um, I, 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 my Jags, I couldn't go against them. I couldn't go against them. And uh, yeah, we were victorious. What? Um, what? It, I mean, we've already discussed the game. We've discussed the the game beforehand. We've discussed halftime. Um, we've also discussed the, the final score. So we don't need to discuss the game as such. But that's not a bad prediction by the inexperienced big fella, is it?
I just wish I'd had a bet on it. I mean, you know, how much money could you have won? <laughs> I need your naivety to guide uh, my bet, Fred, uh, bets in the future. Yeah. Could you imagine that, though, if I'd have... It, well, I know I got it. I didn't, I didn't get it blob on because it was uh, 25... Uh, what am I saying? It was, I, I predicted 24-21, uh, and it was obviously 25-20. Um, but even if they'd kicked for the field goal instead of going for that two-pointer, I could have got 24-20. I mean, that's wow. impressive, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, be knackered next week. That's it, I'll get it all wrong. Um, it just goes to show why we play the games, big fella. Exactly, I mean, you know, exactly. If we all knew the results, we wouldn't be on here on a podcast. We'd be sunning it ourselves in the Caribbean or something. Correct. So what we have still got to come is you thought you would test me. Um, didn't you? You thought you would test me on shirts, so we're going to discuss that very, very soon. Just a reminder, you can follow us on social media. It is Baldy and TBF, and that's on X, it's on Instagram, it's on Facebook, and uh, we're just building things, all right? It's just the very, very beginning, so uh, thanks for joining us and stay with us, um, and um, next week we get an opportunity uh, to go to another game. Uh, thankfully, it's not a Jags game, so I can just completely be impartial, which will be great, and I'm looking forward to it. So, good Going back to um, to Sunday, we we did have a, a, a great time, but we also, as the previous week, met some really nice people, didn't we? Yeah, the Buffalo fans were, were great. I think we've already discussed it a little bit, but uh, what nice people! Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so this is Baldy and the big fella talking to some Bills fans, and they give us the prediction for the game. Expecting a big win. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, is, so is my prediction of twenty four twenty one to the Jags not right. Uh, 35-21. Yeah. 35-21. Okay. Yes. And when did you come across? We've been here since September. Oh. Around Europe. Really brilliant. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Did so you come last week? All four of you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah we yeah. came. Fantastic. Twenty days. We came originally for Oktoberfest. Right. And then we were traveling to Venice. And once the Bills or once the NFL announced the schedule for the international games, we were supposed to fly home Thursday, but then we're like, we have got to find a way to get tickets and get here. <laughs> yep. So we got tickets and here we are. Yep. And what do you think? We were at the game last week and it was at Wembley and the experience was completely different. It really was completely different. So this is a little bit more local. I like the, the typical Buffalo home experience on game day. Tell, tell us what the Buffalo experience is like because we haven't been to Buffalo. So uh, what, what would we Buffalo, expect? Buffalo uh, parking lots will open up sometimes 6, 7 in the morning. Wow. Uh, there's a camper lot that will open up the night or on Friday afternoon. So you can camp so for the next couple days. It's a, wow. Some people are there for the whole weekend. It is tailgating. It's just parties, cooking, barbecue, sausage, yeah. chicken, beef. Okay. There's a lot of beer involved. Sounds like a lot of beer involved. Exactly. And why are you called the Buffalo Mafia? Bill's Mafia. Oh, Bill's Mafia, right. I think it started because um, Stevie Johnson, probably 10 years ago, what happened? He. He was he the special you. teams guy? No, no, no he was, was a receiver. receiver. Oh, receiver. Okay. And he, go ahead. No, I don't. I don't remember. I think you he thought. dropped a, a game-winning touchdown in the end zone. So I think one of the sports writers said something about it on Twitter, like just when Twitter was starting. And then a bunch of Bills fans, of course, came to defend our own. Yes. And then somehow they got nicknamed the Mafia and people got blocked on Twitter. But it kind of became a cult thing like after that. And how many millions of dollars did they raise the weekend Josh Allen played the game when his grandmother had just passed oh, away? Yeah. And nobody knew it. And then the next day they raised millions of dollars. Wow. 
the Buffalo. Seventeen dollars a piece. Yeah, everybody, yeah. just hundreds of thousands of people right. gave seventeen dollars each, and they raised millions of dollars right. for his grandmother's foundation for right. Children's Hospital and, Buffalo. And who's the team that y'all hate? Is it Miami? Right now. <laughs> right now, the Patriots. Right now, we all hear the Patriots. Anybody yeah. that's not a film. <laughs> <laughs> and, and is it like you go to the games in December in your t-shirts when it's like twenty degrees? Some of them don't have t-shirts on. That's absolutely come from the north of England. That's our, that's yeah, our mentality yeah. as well. <laughs> we another reason we came to was our stadium. They just broke ground um, over the summer, and the owners of the Bills came here and looked at this. So our stadium is supposed to look like this. It's being modeled after. after right. It's going to be yeah. like one point eight billion U.S. dollars, but it's going to look like this. It's supposed to open in what twenty twenty six. Yeah, it, it is a nice stadium, but I think you yeah. you've been to SoFi, haven't you? And yeah, SoFi is really, really, really nice. Like the of yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. this is a nice stadium. If you can, you've, I'm sure you'll build on the the, the good things and, right. and put in your own. Yeah. Well, I heard one came yesterday to the store before it was crazy today, and there was a local person here who said, "Oh, you're coming." He said one of the big draws is the upside down beer pour. So I can't wait to see that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fill yeah, some yeah. beer. Yeah. <laughs> just just the here. speed, yeah. so you can get like 20 beers an hour. So I uh, just I've got to say, what a nice shirt. So. What is the shirt that you don't like to see? Is it any other teams, or is there a shirt that you really do not like? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. 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 and the big fella talking everything NFL. So they were nice people, weren't they? They were. And, yes. And 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 yet again, we've we've. <laughs> I'm not sure they're going to mean it now, um, but we've again been invited to their place if we wanted to go and uh, <laughs> stay at the bills and see and and see how it's re- it's done over there. Um, so in the concourse, one thing that we didn't get on microphone was there was a there was a Bills fan who who asked for a picture taken of your your back of your shirts and and, and a friend of ours that was there. So what? I mean, I mean, we didn't ask for an explanation as to why, did we? But you just presumed it was because there were. Older shirts, I suppose. Yeah, I, mean, I had a, I had a bottle shirt on a mustard-coloured bottles Jagger shirt, and and Andy who was with us, he had a, a Polushny shirt. It was a, I think it was an offensive tackle back in the, probably about 2012, 2013. So I think it's probably just because they stood stood out yeah. from all the other Jag shirts. Yeah, and then what was um, you said to him, didn't you? We didn't get his name, um, and we didn't get it on microphone. Uh, but you said, oh, it's a was it a great following or something. What did you say to him? I, I just, I just, I just complimented him and just said, you, you know, the Buffalo Bills fans that were over had done the team proud because there was absolutely loads of them and they were really, really passionate and loud. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and he turned around and said, "That's the closest you'll get to a Premier League football team listening to the Bills and the passion that they give." Yeah, yeah, no, very good, very good. So um, we did a little competition, didn't we, uh, regarding uh, shirts? You were, you were kind of trying to. Uh, get me to 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 um to guess the name of people's shirts and we're going to come on to shirts um very very soon because it's one of those things where i asked you is there a shirt that you like but you would never wear and and what is your answer to that well we haven't gone into it, the fact that i'm a i'm actually a raiders fan with, with and and the 49ers are my second team but i could never ever wear a Kansas City Chiefs shirt because <laughs> of they're the Raiders' big rivals. Yeah. And I know the other one, uh, so so 
I really like the the lime green, the the really sort of like bright Seattle Seahawks yeah, shirt. Lovely shirt. But again, they the 49ers and Seahawks don't get on, and there's no way that I could ever put one of those shirts on. See, I really like that shirt. That is but and that is one of them shirts where I've like I'd love to buy it, but I know that that'd upset you. So I've not done it for that reason alone. <laughs> if you turned up at the weekend with that shirt on, firstly you're dead to me, fella. <laughs> Oh, and secondly, you're not getting the lift home from the station. Oh, fair enough, then. Um, <laughs> so, um, so yeah. The, so the shirt. What's the the shirt? I'm not keen on. I'm not keen on the Steelers um, shirt. If I'm honest with you, and I think it's because I don't like the badge. Yeah, I get you. I get you. We, we had a little wander around, weren't we? Yeah. We were having a look at them around the stadium. And, and, and I never... See, I like black shirts. I think black shirts just are, are lovely. And I'm, I'm biased because I'm a Raiders fan. But I also thought the Steelers one looked okay until you pointed it out. And as you pointed it out, I had a little look and I thought, mm, yeah, I get it. I get it. I know yeah. where you're coming from. Yeah, and I do like the old style shirts. So what do, we saw somebody, didn't we? We were having a, uh, a drink... Uh, and, a, and a sandwich in the uh, in the cafe just outside the ground. We saw somebody with a London Monarch shirt on, didn't we? Yeah, blast from the past. Oh dear me! I mean, I mean, we we went to a few of them games as well, so I remember that shirt really, really well. Yeah, that I mean, that was way, way, way be, before my time. But again, I, I had I have heard of L- L- the London Monarchs. Well, you know what? There were more holes in that shirt than that are in my tea bag. <laughs> I mean, it was absolutely. It was. It looked like someone had been through it with a hole punch. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's good, isn't it? And uh, so, please, again, we've got... The good thing is, once we've got the live um, games in London out of the way, we've got some people who have been listening to the podcast who want to come on, on, on the show, which is brilliant. And thank you ever so much. Um, and we want to talk about things like uh, your favourite shirt, the shirt you, you hate, the team you hate, um, and, and, and some funny stories. So if you are listening... Uh, get in touch with us, Baldy and TBF on the social media. Uh, like, share, subscribe, and come on and have a chat. It's just we're just having a nice, casual chat about the game. Um, and so let's get on to this competition. Not a competition. This game we played about the shirts. So, and I think that um, I, I, I think you uh, let yourself down. If I'm honest. Okay, we're we're just here outside the ground now, having a little wander around and. Uh... As we always say, there's all sorts of fantastic uh, shirts to, to to see, and I'm I'm just going to ask the big fella a little bit of a yeah. test. He doesn't know we're okay. going to do this, but uh, right. okay. we're going to look at some of the shirts. We're going to see how much you know. Right. Okay. So I'm going to give you the name of the shirt, and I want you to tell me who the player is. What like so, who, what do you mean like the the, the the first name or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. right, so we'll start with the easy one, right? Yeah. There, there's Lawrence, sixteen. Who's who's Lawrence? That's you know got to be Trev, isn't it? Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. T Dog the Trev. Yeah, yeah. The Trevster. Okay, and you saw a guy yesterday, Thomas, number 34, Buffalo. You saw him on stage yesterday. He's struggling. Thurman. Thurman. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. So there's a, you should know that one. Green Bay, Rogers, Buck. Aaron Rodgers. I know that one. Aaron Rodgers. Well, Slay. There's Slay. Slay Jr. just gone past. Philadelphia Eagles. Slay. Slay, S-L-A-Y. Absolutely no idea. You played in the very first game you went to. Bob. I think it's actually, I think it's Darius Slay, but I might be wrong. I actually you might be wrong. You're making yourself look stupid there. Yeah, yeah. Go on, then. So there you go. Keekly, you probably can't pronounce that. 59. Keekly. Um, Mario. No, it's too... Ajay. Ajay. Miami Dolphins, uh, yeah. Bruce. Jay. Jay Ajay. <laughs> Alan. Alan, 13. Um, Ray. 
Josh, Josh, Josh. Josh. It's not Josh Allen. It's not Josh Allen. How about um, Ertz, number 86 over there, Arizona Cardinals? I think it's Ertz. E-R-T-Z. I'm picking ones that I don't even know. You're sort of yeah, absolutely buffoon. That's not the name of the game, surely. Marino, 13. Oh, damn. You've got it there, yeah, yeah. yeah. How about um, Milano, 58? Buffalo. It's not a pizza. Uh, Mario Matt oh, you okay, Matt, Matt. and we've got uh, 99 plus the Rams um, they call him Donald Trump <laughs> uh, Doc <laughs> Aaron Donald Aaron Donald right okay you need, you need to do a bit of work big fella yeah I you? think I need to you well, do yeah. need to do a little bit of work <laughs> here's one for you Brady Brady, well, Brady Bunch? <laughs> yeah, Tom Brady. Yeah. Right. Well, that was pretty poor, big fella. I mean, C plus, I think I'll give you. Um, <laughs> there was a couple. There was a there was a couple where I was struggling on the spot, Keenan Allen and uh, Zach Ertz. But uh, come on, Donald Trump. The thing is, though, I thought um, when we were before we were recording that, we were you sprung you did spring that upon me, but you were just you must have been before that just testing me by saying it. But I, and I think that the shirts that we got when you were testing me were easier. And then when you decided to have a go and record, that's when you were a bit unstuck because the shirts were just shocking. You're right. I mean, somebody, somebody somewhere decided I'm going to give you the hardest shirts <laughs> I can possibly give you. Um, so yeah, we must improve. We'll see. We'll try it out in a few weeks' time. Eh? Yeah. So <laughs> I don't want to put you on the spot because that's not what it's about. It's about having a chat. Um, but obviously there's lots of things that happened during the game and the one thing that I didn't know was this whole thing about um, the you know when they got a touchdown something about um, if it's a foul when they get the touchdown they can have another play Is that, that's right isn't it Is, you, don't, you, don't, you, don't, you don't have to go for a field goal or don't you have to go for a field goal every time anyway I don't what was the yeah 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 so there's, there's two ways of scoring after a touchdown. It's you either kick it through the posts and that's an extra point. Yeah. Um, or you can go for two. So you, they place it on the two-yard line. And if you, it, it's just like a normal play of American football. And if you get it into the end zone, you get two points. And, uh, and the Jags caught the Bills unawares in the first quarter because they just suddenly rushed to the line and everyone, oh, they're going, they're going for two, they're going for two. And literally snapped the ball, and they were in, and and there you are, two points. So instead of being seven nil, it was eight nil to Jacksonville. I wasn't sure whether it was literally a, where you try and go at the 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 end zone again after scoring a touchdown. Is that what's the terminology for that? What's it called? Well, we just say we just call it go for two. I mean, what, oh, what you'll see with, uh, as soon as the score, the coach or the quarterback will either hold up one finger or two fingers, and it's usually, you know, it's it's tactical. It's it's bit sometimes the time of the game and the score of the game and. Uh, and all those things will, will factor in. Um, you be these days, you can't always predict it. I mean, I, I would never have gone for two if I was the Jags in that game yeah. so early. There was no need for it. The, I don't think they've got a record of doing that regularly. Pittsburgh used to. Pittsburgh used to go for two all the time. But um, but it is becoming more and more common. It's a you know it's it's a good way of getting extra points. And I've got a bit of homework for you. All right. So this on, this then. is some homework that I, I just I, what I need to know. So when you score um, a touchdown and you want to kick the ball through the goal, who takes that kick? So, 
Your kicker takes that kick. Fine, right. Nicely so, named. Right. <laughs> so, when you've got... When you're on the fourth down and it's snapped back, the person then kicks the ball down the pitch, they're called a what? A punter. Right. So, why is it two different people doing two different... Well, similar doing similar jobs... And probably getting paid a fortune. Surely they could uh, trim the wage bill, couldn't they? You know what? They, they could. And it's a really good question. I'll, I'll be honest. I don't know why it's kicker and punter. But that they obviously put the foot into American football. Yeah. Um, but once upon a time, when I first got into the game, you often had the same person doing both jobs. So I can right. remember some of my first games back in the late 80s where the same guy would do them both. So, hey, I'll, I'll take that as homework. That's, That's homework for you. Me. I do, and this is this is one thing I do know, and I'm not even a Spurs fan, but Clive Allen used to play for Spurs went across, and was he a punter or a kicker? Because he went across to the NFL, didn't he, as well? Yeah, I do remember it. So I don't know for sure. What um, he was. I would oh, okay. say it's easier to be a kicker than a punter, in my opinion, for a footballer. Yeah. A punter is more of what, if you see the way the rugby league kickers kick the ball, not kick through the post, but when they kick for position, they get the ball to do a beautiful spiral in the air, yeah. in the air, so it goes a bit further. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought Clive Allen would be very good at doing that, but I, I would have thought he'd be able to kick it through the post. Right, okay. There you go. And I don't know whether I give, I give you information that was uh, brand new to you, but back in the old days, for English soccer, the referees didn't used to have a whistle. They used to throw flags on the foot, the soccer pitch, right, to uh, denote a foul. And then they moved on to whistles because apparently the, the, the teams were becoming a bit unruly, so instead of throwing flags, they had to start making a noise with a whistle. And the NFL still adopt that today. So I don't know yeah. if that's based on English, uh, English soccer, but, yeah, it's an interesting fact. I don't well. So again, the short answer is I don't know. But I think what's interesting, um, it's certainly a conversation for another day, is to talk about penalties and flags because mm. there were some dodgy penalties in the stadium. I was certainly I, I was confused by some of the penalties that were caused the other day. Having watched them back on TV, I can kind of see where the refs are coming from. But uh, certainly, certainly, it's hard when you're in the moment watching something and you think there was nothing wrong with that, and then. You know, it moves on and you forget about it and then you watch it back later and you think, huh, right, okay. What do you think of the Bills' uh, reaction to the ground then? I know we've discussed the game and the result and everything, but the, the, playing on that pitch, um, mm. it, they, they seem to have some sort of problem with it, didn't they? Yeah, the, the Bills had three big injuries. I mean, Matt Milano's out for the season. He barely lasted five minutes in the game and I, that's one of the reasons why the why, why Jacksonville uh, ran the ball quite a lot on them. But... Right. So, so, yeah, they're all talking about the pitch. They did a bit last year, and there were injuries, but all the injuries were really with Buffalo. Um, if these, if this was in America, they would just be talking about the fact that they're trying to, I think they're trying to get rid of plastic pitches, you know, the all-weather-style pitches, which is what Tottenham have, and they want to go back to grass. And I think at the end of the season, there's going to be a big conversation with the um, the players, players' association, the NFLPA, as to whether the future needs to be on grass because it's a, it's a little bit more forgiving. Is is what do you know the split off the top of your head of, of how many gra- uh, pitches of grass and how many are artificial in the states or I, 
I don't know for sure. Maybe it's two to one, two right, two okay. two grass to everyone. But I, I, I honestly don't know. It's become a lot. Apparently, the technology on artificial turf has really improved over the last 10, 15 years, and yeah. so quite a few teams got them. Some teams who play in the north of the USA, where it rains a lot. Yeah. Um. Some of those teams kind of came in with with turf. Yeah. Artificial turf, but um, it, it could be the future. The future is grass again. Okay. I just want to go back to something that um, it, it, we haven't touched upon it yet, but when um, we went to the NFL Live and <laughs> he opened up the questions to the fans in the room and the first question was from a Bills fan from America to Roger Goodell and they asked him about how unfair it is to get a ticket for the Super Bowl. I mean, <laughs> she had some balls asking that, didn't she? Yeah, the the woman was she was quite scathing, really. I, I mean, uh, fair point to some extent. She was basically saying, as a Bills fan, if we get to the Super Bowl, the chances are I won't get a ticket, even though I'm a season ticket holder. And and if I want a ticket, I won't be able to afford one. Now you know that I looked into getting tickets for the Super Bowl mm, last year, yeah. and it was ten thousand pound for yeah. a ticket to buy on the secondary market. Now a lot of people are obviously getting tickets and making a bit of money out of it. Yeah. So um, I thought it was a fair point. I thought Goodell answered it. I mean, Goodell, Goodell answered it with, it's the commercial world. People have the right to buy a ticket and then sell it on through the secondary market. And and I think that's where America is a little bit further on from us, <laughs> although we're probably following it quite quite quickly. But, um, you know, tickets are expensive these days. So, yeah, it, it, he, clearly, he clearly wanted to move off it. And then he moved on <laughs> to my question, which was, when is the Super Bowl going to end up at Wembley? And uh, he put me in my place and said, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> well, listen, we can hear the music in the background, so that means that um, we're, we're running out of time. So tell us about uh, next Sunday. Who are we watching? Well, we've got Baltimore Ravens against the Tennessee Titans, and I'm I'm telling you that Tennessee Titans are your rivals, the Jag- Jaguars' rivals, so don't be shouting for Tennessee or you'll be... Uh, contradicting yourself but hopefully it should be a good game and like you've just said there's no pressure because we aren't really supporting anybody absolutely we can't wait uh, it's it's going to be one of those things next week we're still going to be uh, raving about watching live football but then it's going to be that is it for another year and it's just going to be absolutely horrendous so Baldy it's time we went so uh, we'll do it all again next week sir It was a pleasure, big fella. See you next week. See you next week. The Baldy and the Big Fella podcast. Talking everything NFL.